0: Hello, everybody, and welcome aboard to Minute 90, a soccer podcast for soccer fans. I am your host, as always, John Volker, and I gotta say, it's been a great time to have some fun talking soccer as well there. And of course, we got summer on our way here, so feel free to enjoy the fun here. Mamadou Jello is here with me, as always, yes, and Mom, welcome aboard.
1: Thank you, thank you, Jan. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Minute 90. Um, we're here back in direct. Uh, so thank you again for joining us. And yeah, always great. Always great to talk about the beautiful game of soccer, Jan. Always.
0: Absolutely.
1: So we got some breaking news
0: Uh-oh. before before we get things going here. Um, of course, the LA Galaxy had announced, of course, yesterday that they have parted ways with President Chris Klein. It was announced by President and CEO of AGE, Dan Beckerman. And of course, LA Galaxy head coach and sporting director, Greg Vanney, will continue to lead all leader operations while reporting directly to Beckerman. Of course, Beckerman says, quote, as a club, we have not achieved our goals or met the standard that we have established for the LA Galaxy. We believe... It is in the best interest of the club to make a change and begin a comprehensive process to seek new leadership that will return the club to the level that our fans and partners expect. We are thankful to Chris for his years of dedication and commitment to the LA Galaxy as both a player and an executive. I would like to thank Phil Andrews and Dan Beckman for the opportunity to serve as president for the LA Galaxy for the past 11 years says Chris Klein. My family and I love this club, and I am grateful for the four to have spent 16 years with this organization as a player and as an executive. Thank you to our supporters, players, coaches, and staff for all the passion, dedication, and work. So, wow. Mamadou, I got to say that this is definitely a change for the LA Galaxy, because right now they are in last place with two wins, three draws, and nine losses with a total of nine points. So you got to make a change there, especially when you're in dire straits into the season.
1: Yeah, it's it's one of those situations, Jan. Um, it's not working, and it's we need to change something like you mentioned, right? Absolutely. So where do we start? Um, nine losses just only two wins, it's, it, it's a whole lot of places to go to, to make those changes. But it, the question is, where do we start making those changes? And that's kind of what they did. They went to the top, straight to the top, and I guess they're going to work their way down um, as the season continues and, uh, and as it leads to the offseason because, you know, LA Galaxy is just one of those teams that are always, always prepped to win always to be in positions of success. So for them to be in this type of position, changes are coming.
0: Absolutely. And, of course, the um, the Galaxy are on a four-game losing streak. Of course, their last match was against Charlotte, and they were down to 10 men. It was a 1-0 loss on Saturday at home with Karol Zavirsky scoring a goal in the seventy. 70- Fifth, like seventy-third minute, and then Javier Hernandez getting sent off in the eighty-fifth. And of course, their next game, which is tonight, by the way, as we are recording this, they'll be on the road against Real Salt Lake. So, do you think that the match against RSL can probably give them a boost that they need to, not only for the rest of the season, but also going forward throughout? You know, like the next few years.
1: I mean that that's that's what you hope for. Um, you want to go into the next game, uh, especially when you make a change like this. You want to go into the next change with some type of oomph, with some type of energy. Um, so you want to kind of just you know make sure that the organization knows that hey, we're actually we're still here, we're still fighting, we're still trying to play hard. But uh, Real Salt Lake is, you know, they have four wins, um, four draws, and I think six losses. So, you know, Real Salt Lake also is not just going to lay down. You know, it's it's not one of those teams where it's they're in the bottom tier of the league because um, LA Galaxy is, the, is in last place and Salt Lake is is, is towards the end, but still. So, I mean, it's one of those things you, you just want to build momentum, Yanni. You just want to build momentum. You just want to grab as many games as you can, positive results. Um, you know, at the, even at this point, a, a draw is a positive result for them, anything but a loss because you have nine losses into the year already. So, you just want to build towards positive results. Maybe you get a tie and it kind of builds up some confidence and it leads to WC eventually, so yeah definitely looking for positive result against our lake and um you hope that they don't um you know crumble there towards the end um because South Lake is also not an easy team that's just gonna lay down
0: yeah so hopefully we'll keep an eye on the galaxy and hopefully things can go forward there. because you know, yes, sir. just like we said they're in last place and uh hopefully things will probably build the ground up there, we,
1: we do show hope, so yes. So right now,
0: um, of course, last week, of course, we had the um the third round or round of sixteen, I should say, of the Lamar Hunt US Open Cup. We got some MLS teams going along the way, and of course we got like some USL championship clubs there as well. So starting on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, we had Inter Miami versus Nashville SC. Of course, Inter Miami getting the win two to one at home at Dry Pink Stadium, and then Red Bulls in Cincinnati. Man, I saw that match, and boy, that was incredible. I was like watching like one of the two screens that I was focusing on here. So Red Bulls taking on FC Cincinnati. It finished one one after one hundred and twenty minutes, but mm. FC Cincinnati moves on to the quarterfinals, 5-3 at on penalty. So what a tremendous what a run so far here for FC Cincinnati, especially good on their form so far in the MLS season. So no doubt about that. And then, of course, we got the Dynamo in Minnesota United. Of course, the Dynamo just shutting out Minnesota United for nothing. Of course, that was the other match that I saw. Here for the um, the round 16 there. And then, of course, we got the El Clasico of the Lamar Hunt US Open Cup as LAFC taking on the LA Galaxy and, surprisingly, LA Galaxy getting the win.
1: Yeah, Yeah, hey, look at that. Maybe they make a run in the Lamar Hunt trophy and it kind of lifts up the spirits. But, um, yeah, look at that.
0: Absolutely. You and never then, know.
1: First,
0: you got it. So we got the other matches there for last week. We got the Pittsburgh Riverhounds of the USL Championship upsetting the Columbus Crew. 1-0 at home at Harnmark Stadium. We saw last year that Detroit City upsetting the Columbus Crew. That was last year. But this year, it was the Pittsburgh Riverhounds upsetting the Columbus Crew. And then of course we got we got the Birmingham Legion also moving on to the quarterfinals as they knocked off Charlotte FC at home at Protective Stadium 1-0 in the final. And then how about the Chicago Fire upsetting Austin FC 2-0 at Q2 Stadium and then of course Real Salt Lake defeating the Colorado Rapids 1-0 at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. So We got the quarterfinals coming up next week. We got FC Cincinnati taking on the Pittsburgh Riverhounds, the Chicago Fire taking on the Houston Dynamo, and then, of course, we got the Birmingham Legion and Inter-Miami and RSL and the LA Galaxy. Whoa. So that means that we will see not once but two matches between RSL and LA Galaxy. Of course, tonight, as we're reporting this, RSL and LA Galaxy in MLS League play. And then, of course, we got the quarterfinals of the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup, which will be taking place on Wednesday, June the 7th. So, Mamadou, I gotta say that these matches will be absolute ones to watch. Of course, you know, with FC Cincinnati making a good run so far here. Of course, they have been Tremendous on the run there. They're on top of the Eastern Conference with 33 points, which has 10 wins, three draws and a loss Mm -hmm. so far. And then, of course, Pittsburgh, who has been tremendously trying to get things going here in the season.
1: It's going to be that Cinderella team. Who's going to be the team out of Pittsburgh and Birmingham to continue moving on. But, I mean, overall, Jan, this is what we love about the U.S. Open Cup it gives these smaller um teams from uh the bottom leagues an opportunity sh- to showcase themselves like Sacramento Republic did last year so you know it's just one of those things to whereas hey any given day one game let's see what what's going on you know what i'm saying um especially well now it's in the quarters and everything like that so um it's multiple games um, uh it's going to be no actually it's still one game i'm 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 mistaken it's still one game But it's just one of those things to where as you have one game, let's put our foot forward, you know, these top teams, some of them are going to rest their main starters and play, you know, probably there's some of their reserve guys, but the bottom teams are trying to showcase, Hey, we can play just as much as they can. So we're going to come out and play. And Hey, sometimes you get these upsets, you get these Cinderella runs. So, It's really going to be interesting to see. Um, Yeah, of course, we know about the powerhouses like FC Cincinnati. Um, We know about Inter-Miami, South Lake, LA Galaxy, Chicago, Houston Dynamo. We all know those are all MLS teams. You know, on any given day on the field, they can make anything happen. We know that for sure. Um, But Pittsburgh Riverhounds and the Birmingham Legion, those are teams that, you know, Frankly, not a lot of people are expecting them to be in the quarterfinals of the U.S. Open Cup. But that's the beauty of the U.S. Open Cup. It gives chances and opportunities to teams like this. You play hard. You play well. You stay connected as a team. You know, you communicate. You Anything could happen on that field. Um, and, hey, we're here for all the um, Cinderella stories and Cinderella runs and all these interesting games. So we're here for them. You we're here for things. Um I'm a spicy guy myself, Jan. So um, <laughs> we're here for spicy things to make things more to make games and events more interesting for sure. I kind of
0: like I kind of like the way that you said that you are a spicy guy. I, a spicy I, guy I know Jan. how you feel. <laughs>
1: I'm a spicy guy Jan. I can't have anything if it doesn't have a little bit of spice to it.
0: Absolutely. And I gotta uh, say that you mentioned, of course, Sacramento Republic last yeah. year when they made it through onto the final. How incredible would it be if Pittsburgh or Birmingham could make it to the final of the U.S. Open Cup? Let's face it. We have never had a non-MLS team winning the Open Cup since the Rochester Rhinos back in 1999. I don't know if you could see the match between the Columbus crew and the Rochester Rhinos in the 1999 uh, final. But if you haven't, I suggest you take a look at it and trust me, it's going to be, uh, I gotta say you should watch it because that match was definitely incredible.
1: Yeah, for sure. And like you said, Leon, it's, it's going to be a beauty and we hope, and we, 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 uh, we hope and pray that, one of these teams makes a run for it because it only it's only gonna make the game that much more fun to watch, especially for fans. Because then now you're looking at it like, oh wow, teams like this in the USL are that good to MLS. Maybe we open up a relegation system. Maybe who knows? Conversations can open up.
0: Right. So who
1: knows? So these are all positive steps. You know, these are all positive steps to building the soccer culture in America. And you know, taking it to levels of other sports, you know, it's not going to be like the NBA, NFL, or baseball. But right, you can you can take steps forward towards that. So we'll see. We'll see if the if if Birmingham Legions and Pittsburgh Riverhouse can make it happen. And we'll be here, tuned in, and letting you know everything about it.
0: Absolutely. So the matches will be taking place on June sixth and seventh. Of course, you could watch it live on the BR app or on BR Football YouTube, and also yeah. you could check it out on the CBS Sports Galasso network. There, so I'm looking forward to these matches here. Of course, Cincinnati and Pittsburgh, and you know Birmingham and Inter Miami. But other than that, this is going to be a fun quarterfinal to watch. As well, all right. So, turn over to um attention to Major League Soccer. Of course, we got a midweek matchup coming up tonight as we are recording this podcast. There, of course, so tonight, atlanta and I will be taking on the New England Revolution. In at seven, of course, we got a lot of seven thirty matchups here, including Columbus and in Colorado, NYCFC and Cincinnati, Philadelphia and Charlotte, DC United and Montreal. Toronto and Chicago, and then Inter-Miami and the Red Bulls. And, of course, we got a couple of 8-30 matches with Sporting KC and FC Dallas, and then Austin and Minnesota, and then Real Salt Lake and LA Galaxy. Of course, we mentioned that. That will be taking place at 9-30. And then a couple of late-night games will be taking place at 10-30 with Vancouver and Houston, and then Seattle and San Jose. Of course, you can watch all these games on. MLS season pass. Of course, six free games will be taking place here tonight, including Atlanta versus New England. So, Mamadou, what other matches are you hoping to look forward here tonight?
1: I mean, all of them, because I mean, uh, they're all interesting for sure. It's just those games to whereas, you know, it kind of helps you get through hump day since, you know, we're oh, yeah. on a Wednesday. So, uh, MLS on a weekday, hey, let's be tuned in. Let's watch it and let's enjoy it. Get your popcorns ready because it's gonna be a good shows, gonna be good matches, and um we hope for good shows out of them. Absolutely.
0: I think this has been the uh the second time that we had like midweek matches here. Oh, usually, right, we'll, right. It's rare. Yeah, yeah, like usually it takes place you know, like on Saturdays and Sundays on the weekends, yep. Absolutely. So hopefully we'll keep in keep on check and hopefully we'll take a look at the other matches there. And let's not forget, we got the Challenge Cup tonight for the NWSL. So, hopefully.
1: Tune you- in for that, too. Tune in for the Challenge Cup. A lot of soccer on the plate tonight. So, soccer, soccer 90 fans, you're in luck.
0: Absolutely. And let's not forget tomorrow. Tomorrow will be the beginning of the soccer tournament. 7v7. So, hopefully we'll take a look at those and in case you haven't noticed there, make sure you take a look at it because there's gonna be like a lot of teams to be dealing with and hopefully oh. I'll keep keep in touch. Keep in touch. There's gonna to be a lot of games there. So Yes, sir. All right. Without further ado, it is time that we say goodbye for now for uh-huh. Minute 90. Um, if you guys like this podcast, make sure you subscribe to it wherever you get your podcast and for make sure. sure you don't miss an episode. And of course, if you want to talk about more about Minute 90, make sure you go to my Twitter, which is Voker on app. So for me, Jan Voker.
1: Mama Jala, we thank you so much for joining us. Can't wait to catch you in the next episode.
0: We'll see you back here on Minute 90, soccer podcast for soccer fans. Take care, everybody. Peace.